2: The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. More business coming to Columbus. We talked about the Honda LG battery factory for electric cars. Now, a Washington, D.C. based real estate investment firm uh, tells NBC4 here in Columbus that a company that develops data center and, um, well, a data center company plans to construct a multi building complex in the New Albany International Business Park. What's the investment? $1 billion. $1 billion. This is the first time they've been to Columbus. So they bought about 100 acres out near Clover Valley Road, Jug Street, and Mink Street. And so they're going to be building more factories out there. Uh, I don't know if this has anything to do with Intel, but man, oh man, the profile of that particular area is going to dramatically change. Uh, That's inarguable. You can say, notice I didn't say, it's going to improve. Because those of you who don't want... That development, I'm not going to poke the bear. And those of you who do want that development, I'm not going to poke that bear either. I'm just going to say that that area is going to change dramatically. Change is inevitable in all things. So, if you own land out there, you're going to have the opportunity to sell it. And if you like the rural lifestyle, you can hold out as long as you want to. It's not eventually going to be what you have been enjoying it has for the past few years. But there are other places where you can find happiness if it requires uh, lack of civilization uh, right outside your back door. So I'm not going to try to decide which side is right or which side is wrong. I'm just going to tell you about this, the reality that is. And that is that that area is going to change a lot. There are going to be a lot of new jobs coming to this uh, city. Um, do I think it will reach over to where I live on the west side in terms of the dramatic build out it already has it already has my back way into the city of columbus my front way into the city of columbus is already dramatically changed i mean if you're out there in the post road route 33 area you're trying to get to marysville every night after working in columbus you get off the outer belt you hop on 33 you head to marysville you've got a jackpot to go through underneath that intersection they are ripping it up and they're trying to make it workable For people, while they do the construction, and those who get stuck there because the lights cannot be timed right to service everybody's needs, I get it. You get frustrated on a daily basis. I still have to discipline myself. Don't go that way. Don't go that way. Four o'clock. Get away from there. Don't go near it. That's the cost of progress. Yes, progress is in quotation marks. Now, we have some details on why. Columbus police, were banging on the door of Donovan Lewis um, on um, 2 a. at 2 a.m. Uh, Tuesday. Details that NBC4 has uncovered regarding his charges of domestic violence. Turns out that he and his pregnant girlfriend were at a fast food restaurant in the 3100 block of sullivan avenue when police received a call from the pregnant girlfriend that lewis had become angry pushed her out of a chair she had been sitting in they were not at the restaurant at that moment they were near the restaurant they were apparently sitting down i don't know enjoying the evening talking to something and he pushed her causing her to roll down a hill She ran to the restaurant, she called police, police arrived and noticed a bruise under her right eye. She said Lewis had punched her in the face three or four days before, causing the bruise. And she told police she had been frequently assaulted by Lewis. So, the press conferences that you will be seeing on the news will be... Donovan Lewis's family, his attorneys, his representation. I assume Al Sharpton or Ben Crump will be here soon enough, which is to say too soon. And they will be extolling the virtues of Donovan Lewis. And I'm sure he had a good side. Most people do. But there's also a reason why you're wanted, why they're looking for you to serve a felony warrant at two o'clock in the morning for mishandling of a firearm, for assault, and for domestic violence. Nothing is as simple as it may seem from the uh, best portrayals. And in that vein, this is my time to remind you that tonight your president will be speaking to you from the bully pulpit of, I don't know, the White House or the fake White House. I'm never sure with Joe Biden where he's going to speak. Uh, but he is decidedly going, yes. Pat. Philadelphia. I think oh, he's, Philadelphia. I think he's That's right. He is going to be in Philadelphia because he's got to go help Lurch Fetterman. Win the Senate seat. Okay. By the way, Fetterman will be too busy tonight to appear with Joe Biden. Biden was there yesterday. Okay. Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, and Fetterman was nowhere to be found. Really? No. Fetterman, like Tim Ryan, can't appear with Joe Biden. There's always a scheduling conflict. I see. Always a scheduling conflict. Fetterman will not appear with Biden tonight either. Maybe that's because Biden referred to him as that, something like, something innocuous, like that big old boy the other day. He couldn't re- Oh dear. <laughs> he couldn't remember John Fetterman's name. Of course, I know, I know the snarkiest of you are sitting out there going, Well, don't ding Biden for not being able to remember his name. You're not sure if John Fetterman can remember his own name right now. You can't string two words together since his strike uh, since his stroke. And I don't say that with any degree of uh, enjoyment, but it's just a matter of fact that if the man cannot debate his opponent in the Senate How's he going to serve in the Senate? This would be a question that Pennsylvanians ought to ask themselves. But of course, now we don't elect people based upon the merits of their policies. Why would you even bother with that, Bruce? Just look at the political affiliation, the R or the D. That'll tell you who to vote for. That's how many people look at it. More Democrats look at it that way than Republicans. And the reason why more Democrats look at it that way than Republicans is because when Democrats are deciding whether to vote, They're not deciding whether to vote for a Democrat or a Republican. They're deciding whether to vote for a Democrat or a fascist. And they are told that that is the delineation between the two parties by none other than the leader of their party. This is how Joe Biden refers to his political opponents. If you are not for, pick your policy. Secure southern border. No men playing girls' sports or living in a girls' dorm. If you are for the person who took out a student loan, actually paying off the student loan, not someone who didn't go to college or paid off their student loan, paying for that student loan, well, then you're a fascist. I think Tucker Carlson did a very good job of pointing out how horrifically evil it is for Joe Biden to... Well, he's doing what his predecessors have done. He's just amping up the rhetoric. Remember, when Barack Obama ran for president, you were a bitter clinger. If you believed in uh, the Second Amendment or lived your life according to your faith, you were a bitter clinger. You were clinging to your guns and religion. If you were going to vote Republican when Hillary Clinton ran, you were deplorable. Uh, Now, You are, well, you're a fascist. And Tucker Carlson touched on that last night.
1: Fascists. That's what the other side is, says Joe Biden. An American president comparing tens of millions of his own people to the moral monsters we shot and bombed and later hung from the gallows in World War II. The children and grandchildren of Americans who died fighting the Nazis are now themselves Nazis, says Joe Biden, because they vote Republican. It's hard to believe that any U.S. president would say something like that, even in private. But Joe Biden just did. And then a few hours later, at a high school gym, he said it again.
3: And we're not glad anyone or anything tear America apart. I'll close with this. We're at a serious moment in our nation's history. The MAGA Republicans don't just threaten our personal rights and economic security. They're a threat to our very democracy. We must be stronger, more determined, and more committed to saving America than the MAGA Republicans are destroying America.
2: That kind of uh, misportrayal is what Hitler sounded Final segment of the show and I want to remind you that if you are on I-70 today heading to Indianapolis uh, you may see the procession for Richmond, Indiana police officer Sierra Burton. Um, She died or will die after being taken off life support at Miami Valley Hospital where she has been since she was shot in the line of duty on August the 10th. This again is why... I say that officers are on edge every single call they get because they know every single call they get could be their last call. For Sierra Burtons, it was lending aid to fellow officers who had stopped a guy on a moped um, in the evening hours of August the 10th. She brought her police dog, sniffed around his moped. The dog detected drugs. He pulled out a gun. He shot her in the head. And so today while in Columbus we are talking about uh, a 20-year-old black man who was in bed where he remained when officers spent 10 minutes outside his door banging loudly on the door trying to get in, sent a police dog to his door to bark and roust him out of bed and he didn't come out in compliance with officer's order and he was shot to death. And you wonder why officers are so on edge. That is why. Because while Richmond, Indiana may seem a far distance away to you, And while an incident that happened three weeks ago may not be top of mind, like the death of a 20-year-old black man in Columbus is top of mind here today, those kinds of incidents are always top of mind with police officers. And so I think we should just keep that in perspective as we are tempted to jump to conclusions about things that are happening in our city. Uh, now tonight, Joe Biden is going to address the nation. It will be a partisan speech. It will be a lecture. It will be, um, well, it'll it'll be it'll be a joke. It really will be a joke. Uh, what this president has become is so much worse than what I ever envisioned he would become, and I didn't have any high hopes for the man. So that's why I enjoy <laughs> periodically listening to Sky News. Um, give us their take on the presidency of Joe Biden.
3: This week, the world got a frightening insight into what happens when you unleash the president without notes, an auto cue, or someone screaming instructions in his ear. You get this nonsensical word salad. Tell me how you do that. Not, I understand it. Uh, I mean, it's clear in its face. You're accurate. But how, in making the case of the freedom men have, what do you do to other than to sort of embarrass men and into getting into the, into the argument and voting the right way on this issue? Okay. We also saw President Joe Biden deliver this rousing and totally coherent message to rally the troops for the midterms. If we elect two more senators, we keep the House and Democrats, we're going to get a lot of unfinished business. We're going to get done. Just in case you missed that, he said, if we elect two more senators, we keep the House and Democrats, we're going to get a lot of unfinished business. We're going to get done, okay? Yeah,
2: that's what he said. Doesn't make any sense, but that's what he said. Now, this story caught my eye. 13 Ohio counties are now experiencing confirmed cases of, what, monkeypox? No. Some new strain of COVID? No. 13 Ohio counties are now experiencing confirmed cases of, dun, 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 zombie deer. Zombie deer. You heard me. The animals are affected with epizootic hemorrhagic disease, or as they like to say in the veterinary profession, EHD. The Ohio Department of Natural Resources, Division of Wildlife, has confirmed cases of zombie deer in Athens, Butler, Champaign, Franklin, uh-oh, Green, Hamilton, Highland, Madison, Perry, Preble, Ross, Union, and Warren Counties. I'm in Madison County. The zombie deer are at my doorstep in Champaign, <laughs> Union County, in Franklin County. What am I going to do? Zombie deer are on the way. What? differentiates a zombie deer from a regular deer um, well they're they're zombies they just kind of stand there and look at you or they'll like lay down or sit down and not move. you yell at them you clap your hands you wonder what's going on and they just don't even notice you. Uh, they also apparently are out of breath and here's an unsettling visual image. Um, uh, Sunday police in the city of Oxford found a zombie deer on the south side of town. Quote from officer Lara Fenning with Oxford police. The deer was panting and there was blood coming from the eyes or at least one eye. And it had swelling on its face. Wow. It sounds like a TV show waiting to happen, doesn't it? Uh, this is a fatal disease to deer. It is caused by a beetle that lives in standing water, and the deer eat it. and they show symptoms within five to ten days. Zombie deer, Pam. What do you think? Zombie deer. Aw. That's sad for little Bambi. I and have she's... about 18 on my
1: property. You do? And uh, not generally all at one time, mm-hmm. but I have counted as many as 18 in one mm-hmm. slot like a couple years ago.
2: Yeah. Speaking of zombies, here's a, pres- a vice president. Uh, Kamala Harris uh, talking about the space program Artemis, which she's uh, in charge of, which might explain why the Artemis launch was canceled.
0: Well, it is good to be back in Florida, and I am very much looking forward to tomorrow. You know, as the head of the Space Council, I can tell you I'm so proud of what is happening in terms of our space program and the leadership that the United States is providing to the world. Uh, the Artemis program is is the beginning of the next era of what we have a history and a tradition of doing, of providing vision and inspiring innovation in a way that is going to benefit all mankind and womankind. And so oh. very excited to be here. Looking forward to tomorrow.
2: Yeah. And the the uh, the uh, Artemis rocket had a fuel leak, like her brain. Mm-hmm. Mankind. And, and then she, like, smiled and she goes, and womankind. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, mankind now, in this era, does not include women. Doesn't, yeah, doesn't cover it. Do we have, what about children kind? Are are we not not concerned about children kind? Is she not concerned about that? She should be. She should be concerned about children (laughs) kind. Yeah, she should be. Womankind, mankind, children kind, Hispanic kind, uh, black kind, all kinds of kind. Mm -hmm. I await Kamala Harris to enlighten me on the topic of... Whatever's next. I wonder on how book.
1: many meetings she actually has attended for that <sighs> topic.
2: You know, maybe she was intimately involved in the Artemis rocket. That would explain why it didn't take off. No. Kind of like her presidential campaign. <laughs> um, boy. Just, just <laughs> You're a on moment, a roll. Just for a moment, consider that Joe Biden is not running for re-election in 2024 and that they are forced by their imprisonment to intersectionality. To run her, because to not run her would be the ultimate disrespect of all black women. Right? I mean, how do you get rid of her? This is like Democrats. They never think back like, oh, electric cars, better than gas cars. Where does the electricity come from? Where do the batteries come from? They don't think about it. So then they get Kamala as VP and they go, wait, she'd be great as a VP. What if she runs for president? How do we get rid of her?